Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. We are so excited to welcome in February. I know, aka Lexi's birthday month, aka the season of Aquarius slash Pisces, aka the season of love. Can you feel the love tonight? I tried harmonizing for like a split second and that wasn't going to work. Holly, Chloe, Chloe's Oh, oh, oh. Look, no. I don't know. <laughs> Although, let it show for the record, who did you say you were? It's Let's not get into it. <laughs> Let's not get into it. Claim it. Claim it. I said I would be Chloe, but I think I've had a recent change of heart. Wow. This is news to me, folks. Well, either way, it's February. Yes, I'm super excited for this season because kind of like you have a lot of Capricorns in your life. I have a lot of Aquariuses in my life. And it's like my time to celebrate y'all. But also, this is going to be the first year that all of the like numbers um, are going to synchronize to 222 So I'm also super excited for that day. And I haven't planned anything special. That day, you need to be like manifesting everything. I know. Charge all the crystals. My my future man, (laughs) my future house. My future, everything is going to be manifested on, on that, that day. day. Like, you need to write it down and, like, bury it so that in a couple of years you can go back and be like, that two, two, two day. Because two is your day. Two is my number. Two is my day. So I'm super excited. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, two, two, two. I know. Okay, but before we get into all the amazing things that happened in February, let's just do, like, a brief recap. How was your January? January was straight. It's always so interesting starting off the year because either I feel like for a lot of people, either you hit the ground running and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to get done with like all my New Year's resolutions. Or you're like, okay, I need a minute to recollect. (laughs) And I feel like the first uh, like 
half of January, I was on that. I need some time to recharge and figure out what I'm doing for the rest of the year. And then the later end of the year, I mean, the later end of that month, like I would say the 15th of January, I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to put out the content that the people deserve. I'm ready to go to the gym. And you have. Yeah. So, I mean, I think after taking that time to recharge and just recenter around what goals I really wanted to achieve and what I really wanted to invest in, like I'm ready to, to go. So it's a mixture of both. I'm super excited to see like what February has in store. Yeah. For me. And this is the part that I'm like, I feel like I always get a front row seat to like your very Capricorn embodiment. But then a lot of people don't know that you're a closeted Aquarius. Like not only do you have people in your life who are Aquariuses, your moon. My moon. I've got a couple of planets um, from my birth chart in Aquarius. And so, yeah, this is like, my birthday month part two, but also, you know, a, another celebratory moment in my life, right? Where I'm also obviously celebrating, right, you right, know, right, all right, of the Aquarius. Right, 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 right. But enough about me. <laughs> how was your, how was your January? What's your January recap? I like? feel like January took forever but also flew by which yeah I think we were talking about is like a very January characteristic yeah but I think I'm not we know this this is not new to the listeners I'm not a big New Year's resolution person or whatever so I feel like it's just taking me a while a lot a little bit longer to like take inventory of everything yeah and had you not reminded me that last year was the year of the Aquarius I would have forgotten all the major things that happened in my life last year yeah so I think actually this month has been just like a like oh shit like I've done so much like what am I doing you know what I mean like one of my good friends we were having dinner and she just reminded me she was like yo like are you good and I was right. like why do you ask she was like just started rattling off all the things that I was doing she was like um you just bought a house you work two jobs you're in a right. like committed relationship you have all these passion projects and I was like oh I, was I like- guess you're right <laughs> yeah it's crazy because it's like when having those conversations you realize when people put into perspective everything that you have going on so it's okay to rest it's okay if you're still recharging exactly in February and so many good things happened in January like I got to do so many like really fun things um and like celebrate some of my favorite people in Capricorn season so I'm just excited to like do nothing in February like that's what I'm excited about yeah I literally have no plans Plus, I think this is going to be the first month where you're not traveling like at all and you actually get to settle into your home. And y'all, I know that there are a couple of people that have asked us some questions about Lexi's home buying process. We're going to get into that. Um, it's coming soon. the content is coming yeah because we we got to spread the information we spread do. the wealth we do build back the community <laughs> and you're the staple girl for that oh oh yeah no but I'm excited to share a lot more of that too so yeah going into February just feeling really good and I just I think it's such a fun month like for yeah. being so short and unique and like I think every Aquarius is secretly just being like, mwahaha, we get to come out this one time for you all I know. to see us. I know. Plus, it's Black History Month. Love and the people. I don't want to throw any spoilers out there, but y'all, we got some big news in February. So you all, 
y'all, I just want to say you're not ready. You're just I not know. ready. I know. And if you're not following us on Instagram at this point, you're just going to you're gonna <laughs> you're have gonna FOMO. It. You're going to have FOMO. Yeah. But anyways, it's the season of love, Lexi. <gasps> and for us single people out there, <laughs> I just have to say... We are in the season of propaganda of yes, anti-couple propaganda. We're on our self-love journey. Some of us are on our celibacy journey. A lot of us are just on our dating ourselves journey. But you know what? I think this is where the conversation is perfect for Mm -hmm. today's episode because yes, we're opening up the conversation to say it's not just all about couples. Like loving, like the season of love, this like you know very commercialized holiday like just this moment to reflect on love is so much more than just being in a relationship and I think that's what like perfectly leads us into today's episode and really we're going to be talking about like topics related to love all throughout February from because Mm -hmm. it's so dynamic it's so big and it ultimately starts with you like it starts right. with yourself. And Absolutely. So that's why today's episode is all about dating yourself and what that means in whatever season of life that you're in and like why it's so important to just cultivating love, which I think is essential to living in flow. Like I just right. think that like you should be able to see, feel and interact with love in your life regardless of what where you're where, what you're doing where you are like etc yeah what do you feel like your earliest m- memories of like dating yourself look like oh that's like such a good question like when can you remember being like yep I am really investing in myself and I don't care if you know I'm in a relationship right now or I'm or I'm single yeah I'm I'm doing my thing. <laughs> like, like, what did that look like for you? I think I probably started doing that like consciously when I was in college, mm-hmm. like taking like intentional times like yeah. out. And for me, dating myself is not just like self-care practices. Yeah. Of just like buying myself flowers or like doing things. I think for me, it was like when I really started to take inventory of like how love was showing up in my life, like whether that was thinking about past relationships and what I learned about love, Mm -hmm. but then also what I wanted love to look like in my relationships, like Mm. it really was this reflective kind of boom. And I think because when you start to take, when you start to parse love out you realize that there's so many factors of it of like romantic love non-romantic love like friendship familiar like all these things there's like different phases of your life that you investigate those different things so I I just feel like probably like my freshman year in college was when I first started being like yo like what Mm -hmm. like I want this thing and I think it was always in the romantic sense but like oh to get to that of what I wanted I need to answer so many other questions so I've been dating myself for a very long time and 10 out of 10. <laughs> I know there's nothing like it, honestly. And it sucks because I feel like for a lot of women, the dating yourself conversation is only triggered after you've been broken up with or after you've Ooh. been, you've experienced this sort of trauma and you're like, oh snap, like I feel so broken right now. Yeah. How am I going to rebuild myself? How am I going to get to know myself? How am I going to get to know what I need in relationships? So I feel like that kind of happened for me a little bit after high school, like maybe like my freshman year, but mostly I would say 
my junior year spring semester because that was when I just gotten out of this relationship that I like had idealized so much in my head yeah. and later unpacked you know <laughs> you know there needs to so, be like a little sound bite that I was like ah, ah. I know, real ones know when you gotta unpack that heart heartache and realize uh maybe uh, I just how'd that get in there um, right did I put that there maybe yeah. I just idealized or had this idea of someone more than actually loving them I just saw more potential in them yeah but you're right dating yourself goes transcends beyond like your self-care practices yeah yeah exactly but I think it's really important practice because it's like if you are like we we talk so much especially after the new year of like manifesting these big things in your life and like thinking about living in intention and so much of the black girl flow purpose is living that harmonious life. But I think what it is, is that before we get there, it's about also just doing the work. Absolutely. And I think like, I think we should definitely highlight like some of the biggest things we've learned about ourselves in this process of dating ourselves. Like Mm. what are some major takeaways? And I think for me, it was just, speaking kindly to myself like Mm. being my biggest advocate I think a lot of people talk about the like you know laws of attraction like what you put out there right we were just talking about like if you don't believe it Mm. if you you could be like oh yeah like I'm a baddie like oh you know I can take care of myself like all these things if you don't believe it right the laws of attraction don't that's not it's not applicable it's not applicable and I think that's where I just learned about myself of just like being really kind to myself and the way I talked to myself the way like I encouraged myself like in a a lot of reframing like a lot Mm. of the ways in which that happened and I think now it's very reflective in my current relationship because he saw he talks so kindly to me like he Mm. when he's explaining something to me or like just when he's talking like just in affection and I never thought I was a words of effect words of affirmation person like I was always my love languages have always come back and been like physical touch quality time but then I I was like been realizing I'm like oh my gosh like my love languages are all of them (laughs) (laughs) they're all of them and just like when you take on that practice it gets mirrored back to you. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, I think that there's something to be said about really walking in the I'm a baddie, like I'm mm. a queen, I'm all of these affirmations because it is one thing just to say it, but you have to live by it by having standards and having boundaries that are in place. Like, for example, I know I've talked so much about the dating app things and if I'm on them if if I'm if I'm not on them but I think that when honoring myself I realized that that's just not a space that I truly feel supported or um yeah just like desired and in the correct way I feel like dating apps there it levels out the playing field so that anyone can kind of just say whatever they want to you and if I'm carrying myself as my future self, which is a person that has standards and boundaries and all this mm-hmm. stuff, like I've got to be very careful with the access that I allow within my life. And so I realize that that isn't necessarily a space that I want to be, but I think like, I've which is now I'm applying to riot. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> but I, I feel like I learned the most about myself 
when I'm dating myself, when I'm like reading books, Mm -hmm. especially on just like the psychology of how like the brain works, how our body processes information. Like I'm currently listening to on audio, the body keeps score. Oh, and yeah. that's Ooh, like a big you really one. trying to unpack your whole I'm life. I'm trying to you. unpack my whole life. That one will have and- <laughs> you being like, yo, did that happen to me? Yo. Yeah, right. It, it talks so that book talks a lot about trauma and how we, yeah, how our bodies keep score of the different daily experiences that we have. And I'm very like in the beginning chapters of the book, but hearing stories like that and understanding how my own trauma affects Mm. what situations I'm in or the way that I interact with other people and just like truly trying to get to know myself helps me better navigate like what I need from a partner and what situations might trigger me when I'm with a partner. And also, of course, like understanding my love language and how I receive love because y'all if y'all haven't taken y'all love language test by now I don't know I don't know what you're doing because it gives so much insight into how you need others to show up for you platonic or romantic Mm -hmm. but you know for the single people out there because you know we've we've got a relationship uh person right now I'm so like I'm so passionate about us taking ourselves out on dates and still including that self-care component in and treating yourself to things that you might want from a partner but like you know mm. they're very it's it's a lot of scarcity of men on the market <laughs> right now um not my man's not my man's but buying yourself flowers doing little things to show up for yourself in ways that you would want someone else to show up for yourself and I feel like you've really been on that journey. You've yeah. been you've been doing those things. Sometimes I think it's so hard for me to look back and see what I was doing because I think mm-hmm. those like when you start to say those things, like I feel like right. I have definitely done those. But I I do want to highlight something that I think is so important to what you said is like once you start doing those things for yourself, they less and less become an expectation of your partner. So that then when there is somebody in your life that does do those things, it's appreciation. Absolutely. And I feel like that breeds two very different like byproducts that if you were to enter a romantic relationship or even in just like how you expect people to treat you, I think it actually just like creates, cultivates a completely different soil, which I love that. That's what I'm saying. It's like that reframing can actually change the like types of relationships you have right because you understand where that's coming from but I will add a caveat I think as black women we get discounted or we get a little bit like shaded in culture because we have this narrative that like I can do it for myself so Mm -hmm. like once you take on this like cult like this journey of self-love and dating yourself and like figuring out what you want or what your expectations for love are or intentions or what whatever it is and sometimes we walk out of that realizing that I don't need somebody buying me flowers I don't need to depend on somebody and then we of course because we're black women get like beat up for that narrative being like of course you don't need no man like why would I ever want to be with a girl who don't need me like all this stuff and so I think this also helps us articulate a little bit better of like okay that's just simply not what we're saying like it's about understanding ourselves better because I think that's everybody's responsibility to show up in a relationship yeah and it's also just about understanding like your inner child as well and healing that 
portion of you and showing up, speak on it and showing up for like doing things that your inner child, like envisioned you would Mm -hmm. do. Like if you, if, if you were in a future, you know, relationship, (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, uh, articulate my words, but it's about showing up for yourself and men get so wrapped in their ego around women being too independent if y'all have been keeping up with those male podcast TikToks, oh my we've got to talk about it. We have, we have, we don't, because I don't want to give them any more fuel to the fire than they already have. But I will say this too. I think that dating yourself never stops. It doesn't. Because your commitment to yourself shouldn't stop. Right. And I would say even, you know, most people know that like I've never been in like a very serious relationship or like a long, like. And that's the hard part. It's like, I've never made it formal. I've hung out yes. with people for really long periods of time that like you could argue I was like dating, ha- right. dating them. But like, I always say I was hanging out like two plus years, but this is the first time in like a formal relationship I've been in. And I think even that it's tempting to forget about yourself yes, and just dive right into Absolutely. This. But the practice of dating yourself does not stop in that. Right. And I think that's really important for people too, of just like, this isn't just to get you, this isn't a finish line. Like this isn't like. It's a lifelong journey. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't stop when you get cuffed off the market. And I think I've really forgotten that in the past. And then when you forget it and you're in a relationship and then you end the relationship, you have to go spend back. a lot of time I'm thinking okay what did it what was I doing before then? like <laughs> where's the book trying to, exactly like where did we leave off again because mm-hmm. you just kind of forgot and it's this process of returning to your own energy yeah and why not just stay <laughs> just- constant <laughs> stay constant throughout the entire journey stay flow exactly like if you find that you won't lose that you won't lose on. it exactly but it's so hard because it's already hard to make space for another human and I would even argue that, like, when you add that really big masculine energy, whatever that looks like in physical form, then, like, sometimes it can even be a clash to to, an, to your own energy. Absolutely. So I think that that's, like, the biggest thing that we can still see. It's not all about the couple's propaganda. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're still just sisters trying to support each other in that journey of dating yourself. And we got to hold the couples in there, too, of, like, hey, yo, woman, like, like you still right. are you still engaging with yourself because I feel like so many conversations so like my, my mom and my parents have been coming to visit me to like help me get my home settled and everything like that and obviously when they come they hang out with my boyfriend which is super great and my mom's always just like oh like y'all are so sweet with each other but she's also like I can't wait till we can talk like mm. about the things and I'm like yo I'm like what do you mean like because I think that there's even parts of it that and even in my mom's reflection, she's like, oh, yeah, there's sometimes that, like, I got lost in it, mm, you know, with, like, of all course. of the the fluff and the kids and the, all those things. It's, like, even feeling that. And I'm like, wow, if we were committed to just dating ourselves even through that, then we would be making way more space for us to cultivate so much more with that. No, that's, that's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. I. I agree. I don't think the dating yourself stops no matter what stage. I think it's even something for people that are married. Like you have to have outside friends. You have to have outside Mm -hmm. sources to feel re-energized and return back to, again, like your inner child, your inner you, like what makes you happy? Where do you see yourself 
like feel the most fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see what this journey looks like in the future. Right now, my journey of dating myself looks like abstinence, looks like reading a bunch of books, looks like, yeah, just investing in my self-care routine, wellness routine, yeah, all of the things. And obviously that could change um, dependent on what season of life I'm in. But right now I feel super comfortable and in future, you're going to need to listen back to this episode. In future, me is going to be like, wow, that girl sounds so boring. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My future me is going to be like, wow, she laid down those bricks <laughs> one by one. And I'm so happy. That the whole song, she's a brick. Ow. She's yes. my, my date. Just I think we've done enough singing on this episode. <laughs> Either way, this is really just the start of the love conversations and the what we're going to build off of for the rest of the the month and I'm really excited for where this conversation takes us because what I will always go back to if you know who you are then like what comes from this has such a strong foundation and I think if we can all really answer those questions of like what's our commitment to ourselves and how are we showing love to ourselves in what we like to think about as dating ourselves, then then let's see, you know, what other love things we can cultivate in our life and, and how we can stay in flow. Love that. And as always, y'all know the conversation continues on Instagram. Please let us know how you are committing to yourself for the season of love, for Aquarius season. What are you guys doing to show up and honor yourselves? And with that being said, that is all that we have for today's episode. You can catch us next time. As always, peace, love, blessings. Bye, y'all. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.